There we go. Ooh! I actually have a canned alcoholic beverage for once. Ooh, what is usually it? I, drink, I, I usually, you know, I usually have my my signature cup of bourbon, you know. <laughs> yeah. And and in uh, a sparkling water. This time I actually have these uh, vodka soda canned drinks. And I'm sure the folks at home are saying, Andrew, can you just make a vodka soda and not pay arguably three times more for a canned beverage? Yes, but I didn't <laughs> <laughs> because yesterday I was alone and bored, and I was like, I just have to go to the liquor store. Okay, I just gotta go buy something. <laughs> I gotta spend money. I gotta stimulate the economy. Uh huh. And I went and bought these Cutwater vodka soda spirit drinks, and they came in three flavors. Jeff, let me tell you about. Oh them. man, <laughs> you, you didn't Lime? get the Bud Light uh, whatever pack again. Oh, dude, the 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 Bud Light seltzer holiday pack is it's a cursed set of beverages. You know, <laughs> like yeah, I mean, like you're drinking, you're like, yeah, I'm feeling festive, but you're also just sad. You're oh. sad that peppermint patty has made its way into a beverage and you're drinking it and smiling. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I think when a we record together in December, we should get the variety pack and all drink it together. Let's and, do TQT. Tangent yeah, Quest tries with it. Yeah. There we go. And it can be a very long episode and we can drink all flavors one after another. And Can them. I just commend you, Jeff? You edited the Taco Bell episode, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that you cut so much garbage out. Like, our <laughs> listeners should be applauding you. Well, you uh, I will say you both cut a lot of garbage out of our lives and our lives I mean our podcast, podcast lives. Uh because that episode I remember finishing it like we all got offline like closed discord and I sat there for a second I was like that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was 2 hours and that was bad. <laughs> and I thought and I listened to the episode I was like this is great. Yeah, this is good content. This is good. There was, you know, there was a lot of nostalgia. At the, there was a lot of nostalgia throughout the entire episode because we talked about Taco Bell in high school, and then we talked about lifting and early college days. And yeah, it was perfect. It was it was, it was it was it was good in a lot of fronts. It, it worked out great. I was just there was a minute there afterwards. I was like, are are we? Is this oh, no. over? <laughs> oh no. I, I I got a hot question for you guys to start off. Holy All fuck! Right. Everyone's yeah. got something to start us with. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, this is going to be a little bit of role-playing, uh, hot and heavy role-playing. I'm always ready to role-play. I want you to imagine that you and you both are in a, an ad exec agency. You're, you're coming up with uh, marketing ideas. It's the early 2000s. Um, iPods just came out. I've got this new product, and it's going to be like short-form tailored radio stories, basically. Uh, little little hour-long segments of people talking. What would you name this thing? Help, Are you help trying me name to this have thing. us name podcasts right now? Yeah. What would you call it? And hold on. Is this this is post nine eleven? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, this is valuable information, Jeff. I don't yeah. know if we're in a post nine eleven world or not. He said two thousand three, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's after nine eleven. Okay, thank God. Yeah. yeah. Let's go two thousand three. We'll we'll put it. That's oh, sorry. I thought you right. said that. I, I didn't, I'm not trying to drive the story. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. Oh, hey. Yeah, uh, I come to you. I want you to name oh, wait, this product. Are we all in the office? Or we're, we're, we're set the scene, Hayden. I know it's not Mad Men time frame, but that's exactly what I'm picturing. You're both okay. in suits drinking bourbon. Are, are you there too, Hayden? A, or are you our, our sexy narrator? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pitching you. I'm paying you to come up with a name for this new product. Are you in the office with us? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, okay. All right. So set the scene. Uh, we're, we're, Jeff and I just <laughs> walked into this boardroom with you. Okay, and we're willfully unprepared because this is all improv. Oh, Hayden, thanks for joining us. Can you fucking believe 9-11? Holy shit, right? Okay. 
have a sit have a have a seat on down okay so we talked to joe rogan and i know i know he's like this he's he's the fear factor guy don't worry about that he's trying to do one of these talkies okay and uh jeff uh, you you we we've been naming these things all week we're all week oh my god we're prepared holy shit jeff, what's your jeff had a lot of good ideas thank you thank you yeah yeah well you know we just had the ipod come out you know what comes out to the ipod the i talkies we don't need any more that's the only idea Nailed that's it. i mean i i have not had this much blood rush to my penis in a long time i mean it's, it was pre 9-11 blood rush that just happened right there i'm first of all very impressed second of all a little worried it's going to be conflated with walkie talkies is is Son of a bitch, Jeff. Are you, you worried fucking, about that? He, yeah, I forgot no, that's fine. I, that's better. That's what I want. It's like it's like a walkie-talkie. You know, we'll just, a radio show. I, I mean, you'll look at look when look at the iPod. I and look at this iPod I have. I you know, doesn't this kind of look like a walkie-talkie? And, and you're, it's like someone's ta- someone's talking to you, not singing to you. So perhaps yeah. we could also call it the, you know, the um, uh, the the conversationalist talkie sounds. Talkie sods. Oh, oh, are you see, pitching you're doing too? our job for us? Yeah, you, what are you paying us for? Yeah, what that? You didn't come to to J and A advertising for this bullshit. God damn Please it! Please take my money. Come up with something better than talkie sods. Look, this. I mean, let's think about what this is. This is just pre-recorded radio, right? Um. Yeah. And stories. So I, let's I've, call it. Let's call it postio. Get it? Like post-io. post post radio. This is beyond radio. Okay, we're oh, moving past the radio. Post radio rodeo. Postio. Post postio. It sounds like a breakfast cereal. Then maybe some some guy in the future, some famous artist, will be called Post Malone, and people will mix <laughs> us up, and it'll be great. Ad <laughs> right, yeah, that's good. I, Jesus Christ, I hope I hope I know I keep harping on this, but I hope he's dealing with nine eleven. Okay, because I mean, I'm it's two years later, guys. But I'm still just holy fuck. That was wild. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Here's another one. We'll call it. And then I, this one will fucking do great with the kids. We've been, have you seen this text messaging kids are doing on these Razer phones? These flip phones they have here? We'll call it Rad EO. Like it's fucking rad. Get it? <laughs> oh, Rad EO. Yeah. Okay. R A D D I O. R A D space I O. Rad EO. You know what? Let's just burn down this business. <laughs> I don't want to be in advertising anymore. Burn it down. Jeff, you're not going to get, get a final idea out here. If, if you, I'm if in the corner. I've got, one thing. I've got a can of gasoline and I'm pouring it over you. Oh, and I'm getting God. to your shoes. Like. Yeah. It, you know what, like, I mean, Jeff, you got one more before we burn this bitch down. I'm fine with that. But let's call it the 911. Then I'm genius. Take you know out get the this gas off me. Get this gas. <laughs> So to be clear, I asked you to rename what a podcast would be, and you came up with the 9-11. You called it italki-sodes, so I feel like we're doing pretty good. <laughs> you know, I feel like it's pretty on brand for our agency. I got to tell you, most of the stuff we've come out with has been post-9-11 garb, essentially. Garb. <laughs> we had the 9-1-1. We had the 9-11. We actually came up with the hashtag, never forget. You won't believe that, but that was us. The Washington Redskins skittens asked for a rename, and we told them to call themselves the 9-11s. It, it's, it's very, I mean, it just hits the American core. Uh, you would not believe how much it resonates. I mean, it's clearly <laughs> resonating with me still. I can't. I mean, I'm blown away at this point. It's two years later, and I'm floored. 
I bet in 2020 you're going to be just as floored as you are now. There is a <laughs> I, strong I chance of this that. role playing uh, <laughs> this role playing charade I set up. I I want to backtrack it all. <laughs> That's that all stays in Hayden. We just renamed the podcast. <laughs> who, who named it podcast? Did NPR have the first podcast and they named it that? Apparently it was uh, iPod and broadcast became podcast. Uh, yeah. See, I was onto something with the iPod thing. Yeah. yeah. You were. <laughs> iTalkiesodes? Is that, is, is that what no, we landed on? No, iTalkies, Hayden. Take the sodes right out of there. God damn it, Hayden. God damn not it. even listening to the people you're paying. This is why paying. I'm not an ad, ad exec. This is why I came to you with my millions of dollars. Where did this come from? You read that that's where it came from and that made you upset? So you're like, we could do it better? Well, I was just like, I think I think we could come up with a better name for podcasts than podcasts. Apparently the answer I- is we cannot. <laughs> Especially when you give us no time to prepare and make us role play. We got a little distracted by 9-11 there. I, yeah, I got to tell you, I could not. <laughs> it's, it's so immediately in my mind for the early 2000s and always. I, I That makes sense for an early 2000s name because isn't that when we were also doing like webinar became a word for seven seminars on the web? And yeah. Like, we did a lot of just throwing two words together. Throwing yeah. two words together is such a weak approach. <laughs> so lazy. I like it. I usually oh. like throwing two words together. No, I do that. I'm not saying. I'm just saying, like you know, it's it's been played out. Um, Jeff, did you have something? Oh, I was going to ask you about extravagant purchase corner. Oh, do we want to do extravagant purchase corner? Life. Oh yeah. Okay. Is this an air horn corner? This feels like an air horn corner. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. All right, so extravagant purchase corner. So, as you all know, I'm on the quest to extreme in shape body person. <laughs> I'm trying to be healthy, and something I realized is I don't do any cardio, and the reason for mm. that is I have two herniated discs in my spine, which sounds metal, and it kind of is, but it, it makes it so I can't run. I used to run. I can't run. I wanted to do biking, but you can't bike in Colorado all year round, and I was like, you know. I could go to the gym, but the gym's a cesspool right now because of COVID. And it's like, I'm not I'm not going to pay for a membership to go get COVID. It's just not going to happen. And so I was like, you know what? You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna buy a Peloton. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to yeah. fucking do it. And so I bought a $2,700 Peloton. And that comes with nothing. That is the bike. And that's it. But it is the bike plus, which is the newer version, which has a lot of cool features that's neat. What features do they add to a bike? Uh... So one of the coolest parts, in my opinion, is when you're doing like a class or, a, you know, an exercise or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. they have a whole bunch of options. The bike will automatically adjust based on the class or the or whatever you're doing. So the yeah. tension will change. You don't have to change the tension and have it wrong or right or forget to change it. It just happens. And so you're just sitting there fucking pedaling like, oh, my God, this is oh, crazy. Oh. I'm just pe- oh, I have to pedal harder now. I'm getting yelled at by this this 23-year-old who's in the best shape of their fucking life. How did you get a job doing this, you 23-year-old motherfucker? And, and, and that's just going to be that. That's going to be my life for every morning. Is and, uh, uh, is this the one where you, you, you sign up, you pay like a subscription fee? And, yeah. And then it, you can join all the classes? Exactly. Let me break yeah, this yeah, okay. cost analysis down for you. So at first I was like, it's too expensive, $2,700. My fucking God. But if you know anything about discounted cash flows and finance like I do... <laughs> When Peloton offers their $2,700 bike over the course of three years with 0% interest, they're essentially handing you free money. 
because cash becomes less valuable over time. So your your bike purchase becomes less expensive the more you pay for it. And there's no interest. So there's no, like, it's just like you just pay. It's just like, no, it's free money. They're just giving you free money. They're giving you $2,700 to pay whenever you feel like, pretty much. So it made sense. It's cheap per month. I can afford it. If you can't afford it, don't do it. Like, I can't stress this enough. I did the calculations. I can afford it. Please don't get into debt. I hate people who just get into debt for no reason. Don't do that. Pelotons aren't worth debt. Anyway, so, and then the, the subscription is like 30 bucks a month, which is a lot. But uh, the bike turned out to be pretty cheap over it's like every month. Cheap, cheap Jimber membership that you would be paying somewhere else right now. Mm, so. Yeah. Yes. And they're like actual classes, right? They like. Yeah. 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 And they have like a massive library and they have like, you know, smoking hot humans doing all the classes. So you can be like, yeah, that's what I'm going to fucking look like. Shit. Yeah. That guy's ripped out of his fucking skull. Is he taking his shirt off? Oh, I'm taking my shirt off. Is there a camera on this thing? Can I show him my body? <laughs> of course there's a camera on it, Jeff. Don't you be laughing at that. There's a camera to show your body to your classmates, Wait. I think. Okay. That was going to be my first question. And Ooh. I already kind of thought it was an ignorant question. So you hook that bike up to the internet and then you join a live class and people can... Uh, and then people can see your face. <laughs> I swallowed my drink wrong and I let it loose. Wait, it's a live class? If it's that's what I'm asking. No, okay, hold on. If it's I... online, why couldn't you just do it whenever? Why is this? You can do it whenever. Read? You can do it whenever, but they also have live yeah. classes. So if so there's you a live can, like, class, raise your hand and they'll call on you. And no, be like, hey, no. fat kid, keep no. going. No Not school no. class, Hayden. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, yeah, like so. How uh, should I be pedaling harder now? Is that how that should work? Can can did, is did my they camera on? your heart rate to them? Oh, I don't think so. Oh, what you can do, the cool thing about live classes, I was joking, by the <laughs> way, about showing, <laughs> uh, taking off my shirt and showing it to the class. You definitely cannot do that because there would be a billion dicks on there. Mm. Um, but what you can well, do is you can join cardio, classes with your friends. Dicks. Yeah. Go on. Sorry, we're interrupting you nonstop, Andrew. No, no, no. I respect it. I was about to have a question Q&A section, but let's oh, just good. blast okay. them out. So uh, you can you can join classes with your friends, and so you guys can see, like, who's putting out the most watts, and, like, you can be competitive. I don't know. It's kind of fun. And I have a bunch okay. of a bunch of people in my NBA. Uh, they have Pelotons, and so we're all going to do classes together. Can you so race fun. each other? I think so. I don't know. Fuck yeah. That's I got to tell you, the amount of research I did was staggeringly low. <laughs> like, for <laughs> how <laughs> much... <laughs> Yeah, like I'm a little embarrassed how much it costs to how much research I did. It's just like I'm just fucking doing it, and I need cardio in my life, so I just had to do it. If you guys come over, you can use it. You know, if you just bring your own bike shoes, you can black, you can jump on the old peloton. So Jeff, when you're coming out here to stay with us, get some bike shoes and you can slap That's away. That's awesome because it's yeah. way too cold to freaking run out there. So exactly. Yes. Yeah. Hop on the bike. Just hop on I the like old it. bicycle. Oh, and yeah. you, you, do you guys want to know what else is fucking cool about it? It has this big-ass screen, and you can do classes off the bike, too. So they have a bunch of, like, aerobic classes and, like, hit classes and, like, weightlifting classes and shit. And, Andrew, uh, you know what you have to do now. What's that? This is very important. You need to go make a Strava account, and you need to follow me, and I'll follow you, and I can see when you've done this stuff. Wait, what? Because... Oh, doesn't Strava, isn't Strava useless if you're sitting still? What? No, it um. It's so I've seen people do this a lot, and it's actually really annoying. But I want you to be one of those people mm-hmm. where they <laughs> upload their Peloton, like Peloton, at the end of your workout will be like, "Do you want to upload to Strava?" And you say, "Yeah," and all it does is post a picture of whatever hot naked chick <laughs> ran your Peloton class. Why can't it post and me? And then like how long you rode and how many miles you did. I don't know why it doesn't post a picture of you. It's always a picture of these random, like, Peloton The instructor. That's fucking hilarious. You know why? Peloton definitely said that. They're like, no, no, no. You got to show our hot-ass fucking instructors with their shirts off. 
I'm gonna and I will tell you an image right now of what it looks like. Oh, it's please really do. Oh, I will tell you, Peloton is very thing. deliberate on the people they choose to run their classes. Everyone, like, in I, I, to be clear, like, I'm straight, but boy, I would, I would be interested in every single person that's posted or that runs a Peloton class. All of them. <laughs> These are the things that fill up my Strava feed. Oh now. God, I'm so sorry. I'll do it, dude. I'll fucking do, do it. it, please. I'd I like hope. I hope I can it. choose to make it a picture of me though, sweaty and unhappy. Which is often my state after cardio. <laughs> like going, afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Okay, any other questions about why or how or what's going on with Extravagant Purchase Corner? Do you no? have like a Do you have like a goal? Is there like um, something you're trying, like a weight or like a distance or a time you're trying to hit? No, I don't give a shit, Jeff. Let me- It's just healthier. Healthier. And I will tell you guys, I've said this, I think I might have said this before on the podcast, but I don't know. I've said it before about fitness. The only reason- I give half an ass about fitness is that I, I don't, I'm not fat. I was a fat kid, okay? So I fear being fat more than a lot of things. And so all I, if, if working out did not provide an aesthetic difference, I don't think I would ever do it. I'd be dead. I would have had a heart attack like years ago. <laughs> if you're just born and that's just what you look like, there's nothing you can do, that's just how it is, I would, I don't think I'd work out a day in my life. But because there's an aesthetic change in the positive way, I'm very interested in being aesthetically pleasing, especially as a single man. I also want my heart to pump blood good. That's how, that's important. Yeah. You think like 10 years from now when you're old Andrew with like a wife and two kids, you'll, you'll care? Yeah. 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 I kind of like I the thought, idea of so being too, like I'm curious. a jacked 80-year-old man. Dude. You know those, those old yes. guys who are just absolutely just raw muscle tight? Oh, or, or the crazy old hiking guys who have calves that look like they could – step off the leg and beat me up themselves yes yeah. absolutely do you guys you guys are aware of the show parks and recreation of you course watch yeah it? you know yeah. uh there's ron swanson and then there's chris drager uh-huh. my ideal world is i'm somewhere between those two like i'm 50 years old but i'm really in great shape but i also fucking love a good burger you know <laughs> like i i, I want to be a cool guy who doesn't take things too seriously but very much in shape very healthy that's what i want i just want to be not dead Looking pretty good. Not dead looking. I want good. all those fifty-year-old women to be looking at me and go, "Dang!" Or my hot wife to be, "Dang!" Or my like anyone who's like, whatever situation I'm in, I just want people to be like, "Dang!" That's it. That's yeah. a good goal. I like that. It's very. That's uh. It's not wholesome. I was gonna say wholesome, but it's a good goal. It no. It, it is <laughs> no, dude. It's so wholesome. like. I I think like exercise and working out has become so narcissistic in a lot of ways, but it's like a good thing because it motivates me to work out. Yeah. But yeah, I. I I think there's something mentally there that like your body wants you to work out and look good and like you're single so twice as much and yeah yeah I, I will tell you I, I've been working out probably the hardest I have in a while um like I you know I, I work out probably five to six days a week right now your and shoulders are pretty I, jacked right now oh you're dude like, we I like yeah. my like I am like I said I've said I, I, for people who've never seen me I am a horizontally challenged man I'm very <laughs> wide and like it's 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 great i mean it's a good look it's just i'm just it, i am wide that's all and, and like if i, I do like one horizontally challenged Would because be doors get difficult dude doors are challenging when you're horizontally large vertically would be tall horizontal is width right yes, yes. okay w- what's the problem then am i well it, it sounds like you're you're doing so well in the horizontal growth area you don't sound challenged, but the, your door frame challenge. That's, I'm that's door frame challenge. Doors are tough. I've run into more doors than I care to ever admit. It's <laughs> pathetic how many doors I've ran into. 
when when I, my first year working in banking, there were these. I was talking to these clients, and I was walking them back to my office to like chat with them more in my office. And I ran straight into the door frame, full stride, like full big boy walking stride. And it took every ounce of my professionalism not to cry. No, because it hurt so. I smashed my face into a door frame. Like it yeah, when was, you get your nose. Yeah, oh. and I was just like, you know, and your brain's just like, you can cry a little. Like I cannot cry a little. <laughs> it was awful. Oh my god. So anyway, whenever I do like, I do like one shoulder workout, and suddenly I'm like, fucking look at jacked shit. You know, it's cool, but it's also, uh, you know, what are we talking about? How did I don't. We what the fuck were we this? talking about? We were talking about Peloton. We were in extravagant purchase corner. I don't know. So Jeff, what you listened to this week? <laughs> Wait, I, I gotta unwind that stack. What? How the fuck did we get there? Oh, okay, so uh, extravagant about... purchase corner, Peloton, Peloton. Oh, fitness. we were talking about. Okay, I know how we got to the shoulder thing because we we're talking Good. about. I said, I said, I've been working out the most I've worked out in a long time. Oh, that's there yeah, we that's go. What it was, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. And then I can. And, uh, okay. Anyway, so I've been just trying to get in better shape. That's all. Mm. Nice. Yeah, cool. it's, it's good cool. for you. Good for you guys are you two are always in good shape. I feel like I feel like every time I see you guys, I'm like, damn, fucking good shape over here. God, fuck. And and I'm just and then I like sit down and my like, gut is just like soup. And I'm like, how did you getting sentience gut? <laughs> <laughs> and it's so I'm trying to be more like you guys. I'm trying to be sexy and thin and in shape. And my heart pumps like once every four minutes or whatever. <laughs> That'd be so fucking scary. Oh, oh. <laughs> it just, every four minutes, you just get one. Ooh, right. It like yeah. rushes around so fast at, at first. That it... Yeah, Jesus. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's get let's get into it. Sorry, Hayden. I ignored your your uh, your what have I been listening to? But uh, I'm gonna jump into it anyway. Zelda, the uh, Hyrule Warriors, uh, Age of Calamity just came out. And it's a fucking great game. So that that has been the last two days. Courtney and I got that. And we're couch campaigning it. And then uh, Lodge of Le- Lodge of Legendarium, that podcast for fantasy books. It's the best. Oh yeah. Oh Not yeah. I can say that too much, but it's good. And uh, yeah, that's my life. What about you, Hayden? Uh, I've been listening to a lot of things. Uh, I was listening to a lot of Throughline because when, whenever I suggest a podcast, then I become self conscious that I suggested a bad <laughs> one, and I got to listen to all the episodes to make sure. Um, and then also some Legendarium to catch up on that. But I, I, oh, a hot podcast recently dropped. They the the Hardcore History, uh, his his six part now series into uh, the the World War Two in the Pacific, just came out. And those come out like once every four months. So I was very excited to see that. There's something we- about listening to like terrible war stories that really just jives well with me sitting at a desk doing Excel data analysis. It, it oh, really yeah. feels like I'm in the war zone. <laughs> this is what, that's what our forefathers fought for, damn it. <laughs> They'd be so proud. They're just talking about how it's the most intense human experience you could ever imagine. And I'm like, you know, filtering things and putting in formulas. I'm like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Sorted by A to Z. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Fucking love Excel. What about you, Andrew? Um... Jeez, I it was a lot of music this week. I was uh I I should share my some of my playlists. I feel like I've had a lot of people text me after they listen to the podcast and say, Will you send me that song or will you send me this music? So maybe I'll post a TQ playlist at some point. A lot of music this week, and if I'm gonna do I'll do a little Andrews uh song of the week for y'all because I know everyone comes here for that. A song of the week that I do once every six weeks. Uh hold on, I'm gonna forget it. 
edit this all out. Where is it, dude? Where is it? Oh, it's in my playlist. Wait, what? Oh, man. Oh, my fucking God. I'm dumb as shit. Okay. So if you like... I am a man who likes the gorillas. Okay. Do you guys like the gorillas? A couple songs, yeah. A couple songs. That's yeah. that's fine. I listened to this song. I It was in my Discover Weekly playlist, which if you don't use that feature on Spotify, it's fucking great. Um, there's a song. It's called Kevin by Oliver Malcolm. It's been the fucking jam this week. I've been I've been crushing that song. It's great. And this, you know, and the art's good. The cover art's fun. It's like it looks like a gorilla, and it's very gorilla esque. Or say it looks like the gorilla's art. It's very gorillas esque. The music. I like. I haven't done any research in this guy. I would not be surprised if they're affiliated with the gorillas in some way because the music feels very on brand. So anyway, that's a that's the one thing. I watched some anime this week too. I really, I you know, we're back in lockdown, so I was like, yeah, let's fucking watch some anime. <laughs> I don't know. Hell I yeah. was uh. Oh, I finished Rick and Morty's the newest season of Rick and Morty, which was fun. So that was exciting. And then, uh, yeah, I watched uh, one of my cousins. He was like, "Have you ever seen Hunter X Hunter?" I was like, "No." He's like, "You should watch it." And so I did. <laughs> and it's been fucking great. But much like anime, you're like, "I can't, I can't fucking stop. I can't." Someone save me yeah. from this Japanese animated <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> so what what is stop. it? Arthur v Arthur? No, no, it's called Hunter X Hunter. Hunter X Hunter. It's and, weird and, how addicting animes can be. Like some of them you start up and you're like, I got to see this through. What the fuck's going on? I don't even think it's that good. I just like, there's something addicting about like the shortness of the episodes and the stories are like just intriguing enough. You're like, we're like, well, I got to know. I got to know for they're like, are they going to die here? Is this it? I don't know. And, and then I'm and then suddenly I've watched anime for seven hours and it's three in the morning. And I'm like, what happened? So uh yeah that's it that's what i've done let me ask you guys this oh are you guys subs or dubs people good qu- this is a good me this is a good weeb question weeb corner <laughs> subs or dubs <laughs> we need weeb theme music now some like anime <laughs> oh what, what is the anime equivalent of <laughs> do other people know what this means yeah. okay so subtitles meaning or subtitles mean you need english subtitles because they're talking in japanese the native language of the show or dubs which i don't know what that means but it's just ain't people they dub over it like that's the word for speaking over somebody's dub. Uh, okay, so they dub English over the anime. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Okay, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. What do you guys do? What do you do? Uh, I. It depends on the show. If there are dubs, I will usually listen to the dubs. Hmm. Same. Um, but if it's like coming out like while I'm watching it, I have no problems with the subs. Yeah, it's just mildly more effort to, to read along the yeah. entire time. And Especially like, when I want to like, crush through an anime. Yeah, or if you're like, you know, cooking or doing something or, you know, you look down for a second. Like, there, there's another level of effort to always have your eyes on the screen no matter what. Yeah. Are, are you going to shame us now and tell us? No, no, there's, I, there's I think I don't like, think okay. there's a I don't think there's a wrong answer to that question. I personally mostly do subs because the offness of the timing will like the like the voice, like sometimes like it takes many many words to say something in english that japanese has <laughs> one word for and so sure. like so they'll be like they'll be like yeah so anyway i was trying to blah, blah, blah. it's just like this like like they have to talk really fast to get the timing right it's very i just i'm like uh, uh, uh stop and so i'd rather just read the subtitles and like sit there but i get the whole like i want to look at my phone sometimes and i'll look at my phone and i'm like oh shit what the fuck <laughs> what just happened? happened yeah and i have to rewind yeah yeah so I don't think there's a wrong answer though. I think it's you can enjoy television however makes you happy. I think the purists will say you should always do subtitles. Yeah, 
Anime's anime's a fun time. I think I think we've done the anime like you shouldn't shame us for liking anime conversation in the past, but yeah, let me just double down on that. If you've never given anime the old college try, you're either there's two things. You're either a coward or you've just never tried. And I think you just gotta give it a go. There's some good fucking shit out there, okay? Don't don't let don't let someone who bullied you in high school control your ability to to watch animated Japanese cartoons. <laughs> you know what? I, I feel like I'm bullying myself now. What's, what? what's your favorite anime that you, you, you would recommend? Oh, I'm, uh, fuck, I don't know. I'm not, like, I'm not a huge anime guy. Like, I know a lot of anime, but I'm trying to think. Yeah. Attack on Titans die on really... this hill. I was just no, like... No, 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 I will die on this hill. Uh, Attack on Titans, fabulous. It's just an amazing story. You can totally get drawn into that bad boy. Surprise, uh, yours isn't One Punch Man. I was going to say, see, I think you need to watch anime to find One Punch Man funny. Oh, that's a good point. Because One Punch Man makes fun of anime. Yeah. Which is why it's funny. But One Punch Man is probably my favorite anime. It's the only anime I've ever bought a t-shirt of. So, <laughs> what, and like, uh, I'll, I'll like wear it around and like people will be like, hey, nice shirt. Yo. And I'm like, you're really sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Aiden? What's your favorite? Uh... I haven't watched many. That's kind of what I was asking for recommendations. But uh, the the Full Metal Alchemist. Have you ever watched oh, through that? That's an old I school. Think, it's an oldie but a goodie. Yeah, I think that was a great great series through. That's that's one of the ones I dived into pretty hard. There you go. And yeah. I think they've got like a whole second part too. I think after I had like like a surgery or my wisdom teeth or something like that out, uh, a bunch of friends told me to watch Full Metal Alchemist, and I watched a bunch of it and can't remember any of it. (laughs) (laughs) The perfect thing to rewatch. This is like this is that point where you get all Alzheimer's, where you're old and you only ever need one book, and you can just reread it, and you're like, this is so good. Yeah. Well, should we we should talk about our actual podcast we listen to? Let's do it. Let's dive in. All right. We, we got a Hayden recommendation. We got Throughline, another NPR podcast, one of their 50 million NPR podcasts. Uh, the past is never the past. Every headline has a history. Join us every week as we go back to, in time to understand the present. These are stories you can feel and sounds you can see from the moments that shaped our world. And we listened to three episodes, I think. Uh, their very first one called Four Days in August, which was about um, some Iran stuff. I'm not very good at history, so that's my description. Uh, <laughs> about Iran six. stuff. Yo, I ran. <laughs> I ran away from this problem. <laughs> uh, episode six called "The Moth," which was about Vladimir Putin's rise to power. See, look, that was a good description. That was Got good. That one. That was good. Uh, and then I don't have an episode number here, but this one called "There Will Be Bananas," which is about the uh, banana industry and its rise to power as well. I will. Can I guess tell you, I couldn't. I couldn't listen to the banana one because of how I know how fucked up the banana industry is, and it makes me so angry. I like cannot listen. Oh, that was my favorite one. Why is it? Oh, I actually remember stuff from. Oh God, what? Oh, dude, political leaders. Oh, the, those ones. I was like, wah, wah, wah. like I, I was listening to the <laughs> Vladimir Putin one, and they just like stop, and I was like, what? Yeah. No. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe. I, all right, well, how are we going to do this? What episode do we want to start with? Because Let's talk about Putin. Yeah, I think we're talking through the moth, the, the Putin episode, as our main one. I, First I just of all, got excited about other episodes, so I thought I'd send you a smorgasbord. No, that was so a good call, because I did enjoy them. 
when you sent me an episode called The Moth, I got like PTSD <laughs> hit my brain. I mean, it was I was I like, oh, fucking no, dude. Oh, fucking no. That was that was a little much. Uh, I have but a dumb question, it, but why was it called The Moth? Because that ah. was his that was his Vladimir Putin's uh, nickname. Oh, uh, okay. his uh, KGB alias. Yeah, was the moth. The moth, and then they called him the ghost as well, which was that's more metal than the moth, in my opinion. But <laughs> whatever, a little more metal, a little bit more what'd metal. You, what did you think of it, Andrew? This was a, a I I knew Hayden would like it, but I was kind of hit or miss whether or not I thought you would like it. You know, I I was uh, I I have to be in the right mood for. Uh, NPR podcasts in general like they hit when they hit they as the kids with they they slap this podcast slaps right and it's really good it's like every NPR podcast ever made like I don't even think we have to talk about the production quality is fucking phenomenal yeah I mean it's just so well done so well researched so well produced the hosts are fabulous their voices sound like fucking hot or or hot Hot, uh, hot, edit this. Edit this. <laughs> it sounds like what? Where is that, you know, going? I'm hot, just let me finish. Hot, you guys are making this harder for me than it's hot. supposed to be. It's like hot butter on a crisp piece of toast. It's so, oh, I love that crunch. Oh, it's nice. It's like such a satisfying sound. Wait, but if you put butter on toast, it's not crunchy anymore. Jeff, <laughs> stop the podcast right now. Everyone pause. Jeff, also, you go downstairs and you go make a piece of toast. And then you're going to heat up a piece of butter just a little bit. Just so it's okay. a little soft, and it's that crunch, that that sound when you're scraping oh. butter over a hot piece of toast, and it's a little warm butter. That scraping noise is ooh, it's so nice, it's so satisfying. You know the butter spread nice on that piece of toast. That's what I was getting at. Jesus Christ, how how a toast metaphor takes me like two <laughs> minutes to explain to you guys. Say, get, get, give us one more take at your toast metaphor. I do. Do you really want me to give one more take at the toast metaphor? <laughs> yes. Their voices are like taking a fresh piece of toast in a slightly warm butter and just scraping that up and down that piece of toast, man. That's like the satisfying, crunchy sound, okay? And I'm sure everyone at home is like, that's a dumb analogy for good sounds. <laughs> You're a dumb analogy for good sounds, damn it! I can choose what I want to be a good analogy! <laughs> we spent uh, the perfect amount of time on that. Okay, so I I'm gathering based on the toast analogy that you like their voices yeah i like the voices and uh so and that's what I'm saying. We, what, the point of this was is we don't need to talk about any of that because it's so fucking straightforward because it's an npr podcast <laughs> yeah we <laughs> did <laughs> but yeah, i i get the point about it being like more to listen to for sure right yeah because it, it's not like a light comedy podcast but they they talk about stuff and sometimes stuff is like like a lot to listen well to. you know when you listen like for example, in the Moth episode when they were talking about the planned terrorist attack on Russian civilians, it's just like, holy fucking shit. Thank God their voices are so nice explaining this or else I would just want to crash my car right now. But it, it's hard-hitting stuff, but I still, I can't stop listening. This is the thing about NPR podcasts is they hit you with like the most fucked up, depressing shit in the entire world. They're like, I did not need to know this. I would have enjoyed my life much more in ignorance, but here I am dying for more. And that's how I felt about every episode of this uh, through line. And that, the Moth episode in general. Oh, dude, Vladimir Putin. Holy shit, what a human. That dude's fucked. <laughs> that dude's fucked. <laughs> God, he's like... He, like, lived a life of corruption. He was just like, how can I become the most corrupt president ever to live? And he was like, let me just take that trajectory all the way to the top, baby. <laughs> and nailed it. <laughs> and nailed it. 
I and my favorite part is like everyone in the world, like everyone looking outside of Russia is kind of like looking in, like this is like blatant corruption, and uh, nothing changes. You know, like we're all just kind of looking in, like holy fuck, I can't believe he's getting away with this, and and Russia's just like, yep, no problem. It's like, huh? Okay, so and you have nukes? Oh, really? Oh shit! Oh, okay. Well, don't don't use those. Jeff, what what do you think of that episode and the podcast in general? I I liked it a lot. Um, it's no secret that I am not a not a history fan, mostly because I'm an idiot and uh, can't remember things and dates and names. So it all just like is mush in my mind. But it was good. It was uh it was NPR quality. You you said it was like the new Radio Lab, and that worried me a little bit because sometimes Radio Lab like overdoes it in my mind. Like you're trying to listen to a podcast and they're throwing like all these weird sound effects at you and like. They're doing that thing where every other word is a different person speaking. And I'm just like, holy shit, this is too much. But uh, this was not that at all. The hosts were really good. The production quality was good, as Andrew said. It it, uh, it didn't annoy me. Would you me, describe but... it like toast, Jeff? Do you have a food <laughs> yeah. analogy? I, I'm pretty sure when people use that analogy, they just say, it's like butter on toast. Yeah, I couldn't come <laughs> up with that, dude. The sentence was yeah. not there. <laughs> it was so much better the way you described it. Um, uh, this didn't annoy me, but it always, it almost makes me laugh when you're listening to a podcast and they stop and start playing dramatic music and then start talking over it slowly. I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm like, this is a podcast. This isn't a fucking movie. Like, I feel like we've gone too far. Oh, really? I, I like their use of music. I, at one point, I think it was in the first episode, actually, so maybe they've gotten better at it. They, it was like 10 seconds of really dramatic like orchestra and then they started talking about something and i was like all right like <laughs> i get it <laughs> but, i don't know it, it was a good podcast i liked it a lot uh i know we we uh we were talking about the vladimir putin one but i uh just as quick side note i really enjoyed in the banana one how they were talking about they had trouble getting bananas to be popular because people just didn't want to hold a phallic shape <laughs> I, I had no idea that that was an actual issue with selling the fruit, that they were like, that looks like a penis. Like, nobody's going to buy that. <laughs> Who's going to buy like, this yeah. fucking dong? <laughs> yeah. Look so, at it. Was... The advertising team was definitely sitting there, like, pretending to dance with their penises. Like, I mean, look. Look at this. Look at it. <laughs> look at it. <laughs> can't sell this shit. I can't. Who's going to buy this? <laughs> yeah. That really got me. Yeah. What do you think of it, Hayden? You hate it, right? Yeah, yeah. I give us the, give us hate the dirt. it. No, I love this uh, this podcast. This is uh, I, I, you know how podcasts advertise other podcasts, and this was one that like randomly came up one day, and I was in one of those lulls, and I was like, sure, I'll give it a shot, which usually never works out, never works yeah. out at all. I hate all podcasts that are advertised, but this one came through. Hmm. I listened to like their first episode when it first came out, and their first that was the Iran one, wasn't it? It was the Iran one, which I thought was really good. I did too. I'm, Jeff, did you did you not like the Iran episode, or did you just not like uh, the content? Listen, I'm gonna be honest. I listened to this eight days ago. I don't remember anything. <laughs> that's fair. No, that's fair. But We're I supposed love to it. record sooner. I love it because it's such like well, it's a, it's a big part of like American history, and oh you my never God. hear about it. I had I didn't know about. This. I knew we took place. Yeah. We, I know I knew we tried to kill like every leader of Iran like ever to live. But I did not know this. This is that was like bonkers to me. And the fact that the US only admitted that they're like, oh yeah, we tried to do that coup. Oh yeah. Seven years ago. The the popularly elected leader. Yeah. 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 It's just like because oil was getting expensive. I mean, it's just like, holy fuck, we're the worst. 
<laughs> I hate us. We're the fuck. We're fucking awful. They didn't allude to great. it as much in the banana episode, but that's like 100% the, the Guatemala situation of the, oh my the God, U.S. Yeah. taking out their popularly elected leader, too. Yes, it's all about money. But yeah, and I, cheap I, goods. I, I love history podcast, and there's all these bits that you never really get a formal education on, and I think are super interesting. So I, I, I like that about it quite a lot. What do you think of the host, Hayden? You know, um, when I first listened to this, when they like first came out with their episode, I... For whatever reason, uh, thought that the hosts were like interns at NPR, like they were like Radio Lab <laughs> interns, and I made that association so firmly in my head. They they sound like nineteen or twenty year old college students to me. And then when we were doing this episode of our podcast, I like looked up the throughline cast and took a look at them they're like 40 year old fully responsible adults they are not teenagers at all like i had assumed they do not no, sound what? old yeah they yeah they sound like they're in the mid-20s i think we sound older than they do yeah you'll have to google a picture of them because i was like oh that's not what i expected <laughs> not that i don't like their voices i thought they were really good they just they, i i don't know why it came off that way but they they're both really smart people who absolutely deserve to have a podcast yeah oh my god I was they're like, brilliant I was like, this is the first NPR podcast, but it doesn't sound like I'm talking to like 60-year-old men, but apparently they're still old, so. Well, you're talking to 40-year-old man and woman yep. instead of 60, yeah. And maybe I'm inflating that, but in, in I, they're not interns is what I was getting at. They do sound very youthful, though. In they their, do. and that's their... good. That's probably what NPR needs a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think they got the gig for a reason. I don't know why they don't hire us to do their next podcast. It's just like oh, disrespectful at this point. Tangent Quest the npr side podcast if if tangent quest if let's say npr acquires us i don't know how that podcasting works <laughs> npr is like you're ours now i don't know how that worked but uh but you have to do you know something not like probably first thing they're doing is cutting me but no no let's no. say they like we're doing we're putting in 10 minutes of like really dramatic or orchestral music in every episode perfect what's our npr what does tangent quest the npr podcast look like though what did, what do we become I think you have to leave, Andrew. I, I, I agree. I think like they're just like, goodbye. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. I yeah, lots of lots of orchestra. What I feel like our subject matter would be like the history of fast food restaurants and like it would we talk like, about how they I, screw over the American people. Yeah, ours content. would be like media history. And yeah. like yeah. And then we'd we, still do uh, We talk you, about like uh youthful kid language. Like like we do, but then we go into a <laughs> yeah, deep so dive. About, like total internet and media history. That would be yeah. But we'd go into yeah. a deep dive of how these things started off and like where did send it really start from. So let's go back to our sources. <laughs> I want to take you. Oh, back. there we go. <laughs> I want to take you back to 500 BC, where the first Neanderthal said a booga googa bubba to his <laughs> Neanderthal child who was jumping off a cliff after a bird. <laughs> now we can only roughly translate this to the first send it ever heard here's our expert john john cusack yeah no we could we could make it happen mm -hmm. hey npr if you want to give us money to do a podcast for here i'm not expensive <laughs> all right send that to almost them. free i mean <laughs> it's like I got to tell you guys, if someone was like, we'll give you just enough to survive, but you get a pod, your podcasting in your full-time job, I'd be sold. I'd be like, sure, no problem. Like, cool. That'd be sick. If they gave me, like, a sponsored t-shirt, I'd probably be pretty excited. I'm not even sure they need to pay me. Yeah. I, 
it wouldn't take a lot. Sponsors for our podcast, it takes nothing. I don't think anyone's listening to us for that, but that's okay. You can cut all this out. What are we talking about? NPR. Looking, yeah. I'm looking what at how many at? podcasts they have. They have a and ton. It's, uh, it's about 40. Okay, I'm not 40? seeing the exact number here, but it's about 40 different podcasts. Holy f- I mean, we do We fit in like butter on toast. <laughs> got it. Nailed it. <laughs> hey, they've got a pop culture ha- happy hour. Maybe we could join them. Oh, I mean, but it oh, wouldn't man. be as fun as our pop culture happy hour. Just saying. I hope that one is run by 60-year-olds. It probably is. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Do you well, recall that, this that, man, uh, Andy Warhol? I know he's this young guy. But it's it's crazy. This, these Campbell soup pictures are nuts. So I assume it's like, isn't like the NPR music scene? They actually pick like pretty, pretty good up and coming mm. things. Hold on, there. Yeah. NPR has an incredible uh, the tiny desk. Tiny desk. Are... Yes, the NPR yeah, tiny so desk good. is unbelievable. If you've ever yeah. listened to, a, if I can recommend one to you guys and everyone who's ever wanted to listen to an NPR tiny desk, run the jewels. Their tiny desk is unbelievably good. Oh, I like them. I, I'd like to watch uh, that. Dude, go watch their. It's so fucking fun. They're getting shit faced during it too. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Definitely go listen to it. I think. Uh, wow, we NPR, got way. Off I think NPR became here. aware that they're they, they got so old old timey, and they're like, we got to get some youth in here. Let's get that. <laughs> let's get the angsty hip hip hop back in. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, like for Tiny Desk Concerts, bands I don't even really like. Like their Tiny Desk Concerts are still so good and so entertaining. Oh, dude. It. It's, They're it's awesome. really good quality, too. It's amazing. Well, they did everything right yeah. with their Tiny Desk. Like, they, they, it was exactly what, like, these, like, little demos for all these artists. It's so cool. Uh, so, back to, should we get back to Throughline? Yeah. Should we, do you guys have more, <laughs> you want to talk about it? Should we go to Final Thoughts? I think we we're should just, Final we're, Thoughts it. We're, final we're thoughts chugging it. along in our timeline. Yeah. And we need you to listen to mail. Oh. There we go. We were almost going to come in under an hour, but we'll, no, no, no. we'll extend it. Not a chance. No, we'll keep it. Not a chance. Uh, Andrew, you want to go first? Yeah. So I was I walked into this with a bit of skepticism because I was like, Ugh, another NPR podcast. But my God, it was good. I was – this is the thing. Timing is important in life, and it, and it hit me at the right time where I was ready to do an NPR podcast, and I very much loved them. Also, it was on two of my favorite things in the entire world to get history on, which is uh, Russia and the Middle East, because both those places are fucked. <laughs> I mean, not like I'm not saying like, you know, what I'm saying like, there's just been a crazy amount of awful things that have happened there, and I and the U.S. is always responsible. It's crazy how responsible we are for this shit. It's, it's nuts, and I just love hearing about it. It's just fascinating, and I love hearing a good like how someone came to power in the worst ways story. I don't know. It's just it's all just incredibly interesting. So really liked it. Hosts are great. Quality is amazing. It's NPR. You can't lose. I mean, if you're in the mood for a good history podcast, like, because it's history, but it's relevant to today's news. That's why they do it, right? It's like, it was supposed to be like, here's yeah. the historical context behind why this is interesting or important. It, it actually did help me understand a lot of the stuff going on and why it's important and why it happened. Because, you know, sometimes you don't have the full picture. Overall, excellent podcast. <clears throat> Will I listen to this again? Probably, but it'll be at the right time. It won't just be like an everyday podcast, and I won't be a new listener, new episode listener for sure. But it's good, and I would, I will be back for sure. Uh, back. This is a a lawful good, like all neutral, like all podcasts. By the way, yeah, it's about as lawful good as you get in the podcast world. NPR is just lawful good in my mind. <laughs> I'd agree with that. That's fair. Yeah, 
All right. Yeah. Who's next? I'll, what you got, Jeff? I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, I, I thought it was really good. I uh, I don't love history, and this was really entertaining. They uh, they they keep it pretty short. They're all like under an hour, which is pretty sweet. The the hosts <laughs> were good. The 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 content was good. It was like it, it had me into it the whole time. Uh, I I want to give this, and this is gonna sound really stupid, but from one to NPR, I think it's like a seven. It's not like mm. as NPR as it gets, where they like overproduce <laughs> the crap out of it. It's like a seven. It's you know, it's almost like a six. It's like a nice, happy, mild NPR podcast. They didn't do the full NPR scent. Yeah, they didn't give it the full NPR scent for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about you, Hayden? I like this podcast a lot. I. I don't understand what you ever mean when you say you don't like history podcasts or history stories because I think it's I've just... explained it to you so many times. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean I understand it. I because I even if you it don't to you three that. times this, I I, t- I I'm just stupid for it. It's like it, it's like if you weren't good at math and someone was like, "Why don't you like math?" It's like I can't remember how to add correctly for history. I just can't remember how things fit together. The names, even for this podcast. Oh, Sorry, that. I'm defending myself heavily now because he called me out. Even for this podcast, like the names were, I I couldn't remember them throughout. I I, like, I, I will say the Iran now? episode was, was so hard for names. Yeah. I had to, yeah, there were so many people involved. I had to rewind all the time to be like, wait, he did what? That doesn't make. I was like, oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> so Hayden, stop giving me shit about history. I'm just not good at it. Definitely so didn't need to call you out at all. I was just oh, highlighting that I like it. No, I didn't. No, 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 no. That was a hard call out. Next episode, Tangent Quest. Tangent Quest duels. <laughs> duels. But I, I love history podcast. I think it's like a story that someone's reading me that also makes me feel smarter. I'm not sure it does, but it makes me feel smarter, which which is valuable. It, it is like more active listening than many of the other podcasts I like. So it's it's definitely if you're in the right mood for it. But I, I really enjoy this through line. Um, I would say not all of their episodes... Hit. I think a lot of them aren't nearly as interesting, and I, I sent you guys some that I like. But listening through like their full catalog, and I get this problem with Radiolab and a lot of other NPR podcasts, where some just aren't good or aren't about things that catch my interest. I don't know why, but it's not as consistent as other podcasts that might be, you know, always what they are at that level. But yeah, I I. Uh... I think this is a podcast. You choose episodes based on what you're interested in. And sometimes it's hard to know. Maybe you just start them and then True. you're like, meh, I don't know about this one. And you move on. And that's fine. Yeah. Not a lot of time wasted for sure. I like the uh, the scale from zero to NPR. How NPR is it? I'd give it a five. I think it's a little NPR, Ooh. but but not but not terribly. I thought this was pretty NPR. I think I was even higher than Jeff. I think I was just like eight for this. It definitely had the production and the, the music you know yes aspects but it. it felt fresher and younger maybe yes. it's just the the voices of these these guys but yeah agree good shit i liked it excellent good are we doing listener mail now oh yeah we can do I'm that i'm very pumped on listener mail let's see we got two listener mails one yes. that made me quite happy from courtney who shared an excellent picture of andrew uh, from the night he told a story about uh, for that New Year's Eve celebration. Can we taking... post this picture, by the way? Oh, we've got to. We've okay. got to. <laughs> taking a, a picture of himself, and it looks like other people in the restaurant behind him. Yeah, so... incredibly flattering angle for everyone involved. Yeah. The face that you're making. I don't know what face that is. <laughs> I don't either. I don't think I could recreate that. Like, I zoomed yeah. in on it. I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> 
And also, um, it's just got a little Courtney in it, and the devious look on her face. I know she's so pumped <laughs> she so caught good. this. Yeah. And yeah. I, 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 and I'm sure if when you see this, everyone will be like, "Where's the picture, Andrew?" I dug and dug. I cannot find this selfie anywhere. Oh. And I was definitely taking a selfie with those people in the restaurant without them knowing, which is weird, <laughs> for sure. Um, this was New Year's Eve, and I was certainly at this point already drinking. So, what can you do? You know, we'll post the picture though. And you guys can interpret however you want. I am wearing a tie. So there I'm looking, you go. I'm looking pretty good. That could be our season three cover art. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We we also got a viewer email from Die. Oh. From from the Andrew mom. Andrew's mom. Uh, Diane say. She she gave us some feedback on when we were talking about dreaming. And sent us a leak to an article um, and, and called out a line. Dreaming is a normal part of healthy sleep. Good sleep has been connected to better cognitive function and emotional health. And studies have also linked dreams to effective thinking, memory, and emotional processing. In this way, many experts believe dreaming is either a reaction or a contributor to quality sleep. So, so my go. mom just called me very powerful. Because <laughs> what, you, do you dream all the time or do yeah, you never dream? all the time. Like, oh, okay. Almost every night, yeah. In that article, I thought it was really interesting. They brought up the point that uh, when you dream more, they, they hypothesize that you'll take that creativeness from your dreams of these random situations. And if you remember your dreams, you're supposed to be more creative in your everyday life. <laughs> Which is don't think that's kind of true. insulting to me. Yeah, I, I have a hard time believing that one. I think it's the <laughs> other way, way around. You're probably more creative, and then you have more dreams. But I, I don't know. Yeah. If the argument was the more you dream, the more eccentric you become, I would say, yes, I can see that correlation <laughs> immediately in my day-to-day -day existence. But not create. I don't know. I don't know if I buy that. I would want to see the study. I'll put it that way. There you that go. sounds this like an fair. assumption. That sounds like a pop psych assumption. But it's interesting. That's interesting shit there, Die. Thanks, Mom. God, she's a good listener. Holy fuck. If you guys want to email us, tangent.quest.podcast at gmail.com. Fucking email us. It takes two seconds. And send us anything. Send us injury corner. Send us what you're listening to. Send us your extravagant purchase corner. Any corner we've ever done, anything we've ever done, duplicate it and send it to us. Ate Taco Bell recently? <laughs> tell us about it. I mean, like, come on. We're like, Don't we'll put anything that. on the air, baby. Speaking of putting stuff on the air, what do we what do we listen to next week? Is it my pick? I think it's your turn, Believe Jeff. Yours. I think it's my all right i got two options for you guys here we go do you want to listen to joe rogan specifically joe rogan with kanye west or do you guys want to listen to reply all which has been recommended to us by i think three people now oh man i would ch i still want to keep joe rogan at a distance but really do you i just the it the only reason i want to pick that is that kanye west just tried to run for president and that's only going to be relevant episode? for so long. Yeah, he talks about it quite a bit. Oh, it's pretty recent to God, him that's doing tempting, that. Dude, that's they talk about tempting. him running. Yeah, that is Shit. tempting. Fuck, that's tempting. Reply all has been requested so hard. Why don't if you? Why don't you take Joe? We'll do Joe Rogan, then I'll take Reply all next week. Okay, cool. We'll do we'll do Joe Rogan specifically. Joe Rogan with Kanye yet Kanye West, and we'll have Brian on. And he, I don't know. You guys might know stuff about Kanye, but I don't know shit about Kanye. So. He'll tell us some stuff. I know some stuff about Kanye, but I'm curious to get his take, and I can't wait to give my take on Kanye West. <laughs> I just can't wait to hear Kanye talk about why he's running for president. It's, it's going to be fucking ah. shit show. I can't believe we're doing Joe Rogan. Like I, I always thought this was going to be one of the podcasts we'd never touch, but here we are. 
Yeah, I I don't know. It, I don't uh, mind it. I don't either. Yeah. We ha- you know what? This is a very excellent with. transition from something like an NPR podcast straight to the de- like the king of degenerates, Joe Rogan. <laughs> All right, Andrew. Well, uh, anything you want to take us out with? This is a nice short episode, by Dude, the way. Dude, this, this was is... a crispy... Like, that was like a little... Like, yeah. We just put a little pepper and salt on this bad boy and served it right up. That was... Well, so, Andrew, any, any words for us? Uh, I am... I'm at home, as you should be. Stop going outside. Stop doing stuff. For love of fuck, stop it. Stop it. Email us and tweet us, please. But stop going outside. Stop doing stuff with people. Stop it. Stop. That's it. Is that good? Right. yeah <laughs> that's great yeah that's it's wonderful <laughs> i hope that someone five years from now is like what yeah what? Like, whoa. You just don't want us to go outside <laughs> <Yeah>. what <laughs> <laughs>